Alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Good so, morning. <laughs> here we are today. I'm going into Hashemite six fourteen. So we are now under Moses's judgment. Yes. He is now the judge over all of Israel. The reigning kingship now rests upon him. So let's just dive right in because yes, uh, we're wrapping this here up. We only got 13 chapters. <laughs> let's go. These are the heads of the house of their fathers. The sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel. Hanuk and Palu. Mm -hmm. Hezron and Carmi. These are the race of Reuben. Mm -hmm. And the sons of Shimeon, Yam Yamuel, mm -hmm. Yamin, mm -hmm. and Ohad, and Yakin, mm -hmm. and Zulkar, mm -hmm. and Saul. Mm -hmm. He is Zimri, who yielded himself unto fornication as among the Canaanites. <laughs> okay, that's how he became Zimri, mm -hmm. and he fall apart. All right, moving along. These are the race of Shimeon. Can mm -hmm. we read? So now I want you to understand. You now you understand what I'm telling you when I say you're being divided now racially. Mm -hmm. So we just went through two races, and there's one race, this Rubin. Mm -hmm. Okay? Another race, this Shimeon. Okay? That's another race. So when you get your little application, your nationality mm -hmm. is Itzaki. And your race, I'm going to tissue. And your race is your father's house. So it's nowhere where you find Hebrew Israelite. Okay? So the house of Israel, which went from Joseph to Ephraim, right? That's who they are. That's that's the only ones allowed to call themselves Israelites. <clears throat> yes. You see? So my race is Yadi. However, my nationality is Yitzaki. This my tribe. This what I'm in, right? If I want to go deeper, I could say I am Terebi. Tether Bean tribe is all, I'm part of the family that comes from the sons of Tira. You see, Tira, this come from here. So where do we get this other designation? Mm. You see, and all of us, all of us come from Shem, who is called Hashem. So Shem, Hashem, Hashemit. We are Hashemite kingdoms. Mm -hmm. You see, we are part of the Hashemite race of people whom the Babylonians called Hebiru. You weren't called Hebiru before. Right. You were called after the Tower of Babel. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Continue. And these are the names of the sons of Lawi, mm -hmm. according to their race. Gershon. Gershoni. Gershoni. Mm -hmm. Gershoni. Kahath is Kahati. Kahati and Marari. Marari, Marari. And the years of the life allowing a hundred and thirty and seven years. Mm -hmm. He lived to see Musa and Aharon, the deliverers of Israel. Okay. And the sons mm -hmm. of Gershoni, Libni, mm -hmm. Shimi, mm -hmm. according to their generation. So, this, the two family houses of the race of Gershoni. Okay? This is their racial designation. This is their address. Libni and Shimi. Shimi and Libni. Okay? And that's what they are unto their generations. And the sons of Kahat, Amran, Yitsha. And also, I want to say this. Like, you see the Shemi? Mm -hmm. It's Shami. Wow. You're keeping the name of Sham alive inside the priesthood. Because mm. Sham was the great priest. Right. Okay? But this not Sham. That's why they call Sham Hasham. Mm, to distinguish. To distinguish. Because mm. there's Shami, and he's still a priest, but he's from Levi. Mm. But Hashemi, this one here is the father of us all. Everybody in the region mm. is related to him indigenously. Mm. And Yesha mm -hmm. and Hebron mm -hmm. and Uziel. Now, Uziel, this is the one whose book we are reading. Jonathan from the race of Uziel. He is from the house of Kahath, the saint. Mm -hmm. You see? Continue. And the years of his life of Kahath, the saint, a hundred and thirty and three years. He lived to see Pinhas, who is a Aliyahu, mm -hmm. the great priest, who is to be sent to the captivity of Israel at the end of the days. <laughs> so he saw when Aaron's son received the covenant, right? The Pinhas covenant. So when Aaron becomes the high priest, he now is sees the son, sees this blessing, sees this prophecy. This son will be just like this. Mm -hmm. And this is the one who will be sent, right? Sent from over here over to you over there at the end of the days. Well, he's there. He's there. <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> What you waiting for the destruction to come to try to leave out with wealth? Fine. I understand. You are more than welcome to do that. However, those of you who don't want to dodge bombs and bullets, right? Please join up with Brother Ali. Brother Ali Akum. You see, this is why we have these videos so you can share and know what to do. 
reach out to him before he leaves. Because once he leaves, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. You have to make it here on your own. You, you won't have a lot of help in hand. And we here, we busy. We can get you from the airport should you make it, if you make it in that time. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> and the sons of Merari, Mahali, Mushi, these are the race of Lawi according to the generations. Mm-hmm. And Amran took Yochabed, his cousin, to wife, and she bared him Aharon and Musa. Mm-hmm. And the years of Amran, the saint, were 130 and seven years. He lived to see the children of Rakabia, mm-hmm. Rahabia, Bar Gershom, Bar Musa, the sons of Musa, <clears throat> and the sons of Yeshar were Korah and Nephek mm-hmm. and Zikri, and Zikri, right? Nephek and Zikri, and now the sons of Uziel, Mishael. And El Safan and Sitim. <clears throat> and Aharon took Alishiba. Uh huh, Alisaba. Alisaba. Daughter. Daughter of Abinadad. Uh huh. Sister of Neshon. To him. Unto him to wife. And she bared him Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar. So now you see now the four sons, and they come from. Ali Saba. Okay? <clears throat> now, you guys don't know who Ali Saba is. You don't know, do you? Okay? So, Ali Saba, they mocked Pinchas because he was the, the son of Pudi. Puti Hill. And Puti Hill is Yetro's daughter. Ah. This is the porter's sister. You see? So you have what her name was and what they called her. She had more than one name. So the high priesthood come from the bloodline from the house of Midian. Because where did Aaron go to meet Moses? He met him at Mount Horeb and Mount Sinai. Mm. He went all the way over there. Yes. He didn't come out and meet him across the street. (laughs) Or just a few steps. He went all the way to where Moses was. All right, continue. And the sons of Korah. All right. Asur. Mm-hmm. Akana. Abisaf. Right, Abu Asaf. Abu. Hey, okay, it's supposed to be you. Okay. I know you guys like to say Asaf. No. But Abu Asaf, the son of Asaf, which is Asaf to you. Okay, Abisaf, <laughs> these are the race of Korah. Mm-hmm. And Eleazar, Ba Aharon, 
took unto him a wife from the daughters of Ethro, who is Putiel, and she bared him Pinhas. These are the heads of the fathers of Lawi, according to their generations. Okay. These are Aharon and Musa, to whom Yah said, Bring forth the sons of Israel free from the land. Free from the land of, of Mitzrayim. Free from the land of the West. According to their hosts. So you bring them out and you bring them out in some type of form of these hosts. So there is an ordering to the coming out. Right now, we will gather mostly from the house of Lawi and the house of Judah. Okay? This is where we're starting now. So this is who we know will hear and come. Quick question, sir. Because now reading this, and I've heard you say this several times, that at the time when Musa brought the people out, Mm -hmm. wasn't all of them that was to be brought out. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So this particular, what we've just read of these races, Mm -hmm. were the ones, because it says here, to bring forth the sons of Israel free from the land of Mitzrayim. Mm -hmm. So, these of this house, of these houses, Reuben, Shimeon, Lawi, and were the ones who were... Right. They're receiving the the redemption. The people who attach themselves to to them them also receive redemption. Mm. Okay? But they are organizing them now, because they're coming out in mass, in groups. Mm-hmm. However, this time, you're not coming out in mass, in groups. Right. You will come in a little at a time, small groups, small numbers, giving us time to expand and to grow so that we may receive you. And it instructs who is coming, as we read yesterday, the blind and the, blind and the lame, the men, and then the pregnant and the women with child mm-hmm. with giving birth mm-hmm. will be the one. So it's Pacific, it's that, as well as those who are willing to bow down and submit themselves. Well, that's a, that's a prerequisite. Um, you have to, when you get here, you will be given the opportunity to accept or reject what is being taught here and how we're going to live here. You can reject it. That's fine. Yes. You just cannot stay. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not uh, something that uh, <clears throat> that is negotiable. That's not something negotiable. Not at all. Not in the least. Not now. Not ever. All right. Okay. We'll be back right after this. All right, and we are back. So here's Elazar, again, the son of Pinhas, and he's married Putiel. So this is where Pinhas come from. 
Mm-hmm. Right? <clears throat> There's a blessing on the house of Ishmael. They're keeping the laws. They're keeping the customs, traditions as given to them from Abraham. Blessing. End of story. Yes. It's not for you to adjust or change or have something to say about this. You know, it's just so crazy how here we are reading our history, who we are, how our generations go, where the connections and everything lie for us. Mm. And it's hard for people to accept. But their enemy tells them this, 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 and this, and they'll stand on that Mm. and defy that with such great strength and pride and then turn around and complain what the enemy is doing to doing them but you accept and believe everything they tell you but you can't accept what comes from your very own this this what we got right here in front of us is from Uziel Uziel, mm-hmm. our family, this is our family who has kept the documentation of our history and we don't want to receive it. It's, that's wild to me. That's wild to me. Wow. Let me go ahead and read, sir. History, go ahead. These are they who spake with Pharaoh, mm-hmm. king of Mitzrayim, mm-hmm. that he should send out the sons of Israel from Mitzrayim. Mm. It is Moshe the prophet, Musa Rasulullah, and Aharon the priest. Aharon Hakan. Hakan. Right? The priest. <clears throat> the Imad. And it was in the day when Yahyah spake with Moshe in the land of Mitzrayim that Aharon gave a listening ear and heard what he spake with him. So now Aharon listens to Moses and what he has to say. He listens to him. Okay? Wow. And what happens next? And Yahyah spake with Musa and said to him, I am Yahyah. Say to Pharaoh, king of Mitzrayim, all that I tell thee. So now the most I told him to go in. And now we begin. You know the whole story and what the outcome is. Now we're going to start with the day to day playbook, mm-hmm. which is different than the overview. We're going to get to all these steps, but it's not going to all happen in one time at one day. This is the overview of the process. Here are the milestones. Mm. Now in the day-to-day, follow what I'm telling you. Say what I say say. Do what I say do. Day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Quick question. You know how we read in Jubilees, the 7 to the 40. Mm-hmm. All this that we're getting ready to read, this happening within the 2 or within the 7? Oh, this happens within the seven. Within the seven, okay. 
<clears throat> so all you're reading about here is in the seven year process from the time he met the most high on Mount Horeb, which is in Sinai and Aaron came out to him and this is during this time and process. So Aaron comes out to meet Musa at Mount Sinai and then they're discussing and they're going over things and they're making the preparations for going in. So the seven years began when Haron met with No. No, it's a little bit before. It starts from when the Most High at the burning bush. Okay, sir. That's day one, the clock start. Right? Aaron's process is, as a second, he has to go through the process, prove himself loyal, receive the instructions, and perform. Now, Aaron got sons, so any shake from Aaron, they get replaced. So from the time Moses speaks to Zagnuil, the clock is starting. Yes, sir. <clears throat> and now while he's the most high is talking to Moses. Yes. And it's in Aaron's face. Yes. You know, he's doing one of these. All right, <laughs> Moses, you tell Aaron, I said this, 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 this. Now, Aaron can hear. Mm -hmm. He can hear and he can clearly see Moses is receiving an instruction. Mm. So he's just part of the conversation. He's joining in the conversation. But the conversation is not with him. It's with Moses. The conversation with Moses Aaron is seeing that he has to do and say what the Most High says, say, according to all that the Most High is instructing him. So he says, tell this to Aaron. So Moses, all right, Mo, uh, Aaron, there is this, 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 and this, and this, this. But Aaron already heard it. So yes. he's hearing it two times. Wow. Mm. Continue. Okay. And Musa said before Yah, behold, I am difficult in speaking. How then will Pharaoh hearken to me? But Yah said to Musa, wherefore art thou fearful? Now this is why are you afraid? Wherefore is for what reason? This reasoning thing, for what reason are you afraid? <laughs> Behold, I have set thee a terror to Pharaoh. I have set you as a terror to Pharaoh. So Pharaoh's a scared. Mm -hmm. As if thou was his Allah. As if you were his God. I'm going to make you appear like God in his eyes. And Aharon thy brother shall be thy prophet. So Aaron your brother will be your prophet. Now Aaron is the prophet of Moses. Moses say this, Aaron seconds it. This is what the Most High said. He said this, 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 what it is. This is what we are doing. 
He seconds it. They already heard it from Moses. They're going to hear it two times when we speak together. Why? He's repeating the process, teaching them the customs and the traditions for how judgment is pronounced. Mm. There is the first, then there is another repeating, making sure you understand from a different person. Okay, continue. Behold, I have set thee a terror to Pharaoh, as if thou was his Allah, mm-hmm. and Aharon thy brother shall be thy prophet. Mm-hmm. Thou shalt speak to Aharon that which I command thee, mm-hmm. and Aharon thy brother shall speak to Pharaoh, that he release the sons of Israel from his land. Mm-hmm. But I will harden the disposition of Pharaoh's heart to multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Mitzrayim. So now he's hardening Pharaoh's heart, this intentional, to multiply signs and wonders in the land, to destroy it. Mm. You don't know what Allah Shadi means. It's the Most High who destroys and then repents. He restores. He destroy and then he restores. <laughs> Continue. Nor will Pharaoh hearken to you, but I will shoot among them the arrows of death. Okay, so the arrows of death is coming. If they got arrows of death in daytime, you're going to get arrows of death in this time. The missiles, I told you, missiles, bombs, bullets, I'm telling you, it's coming. And inflict the plagues of my mighty hand upon Mitzrayim Mm -hmm. and will bring out the sons of Israel free from among them. Okay, so they're coming out. And Mose and Aharon did as Yahweh commanded them. Even so did they. Mm -hmm. And Musa was the son of 80 years and Aharon the son of 80 and three years Mm -hmm. at their speaking with Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. And Yahweh spake to Musa and to Aharon saying, when Pharaoh talketh with you, saying, Give us a miracle, thou shalt say to Aharon, Take thy rod, and cast it down before Pharaoh, and mm. it shall become a basilisk serpent, for all the inhabitants of the earth shall hear the voice of the shriek of Mitzrayim when I shatter them. So he turns Aaron's rod. He says, Tell Aaron, do what I told you. Mm-hmm. The Pharaoh. You just tell him what to do, and Aaron's going to do it. And you, so now the Moses is the representation of the speaking, the membra, the word, and Aaron is following instruction. So the same way the Most High treat Moses and go into the people, Mo, the Most High treat Aaron and go into Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Do these things. <sighs> and the purpose of this, the reasoning is, in the end, they're going to scream and holler when they are broken. Okay? Continue. As all the creatures heard the shriek of the serpent when made naked at the beginning. So now this is the Most High's corresponding, Right? He says they all the creatures hollered when they heard the holler of the serpent 
when he made naked at the beginning, when he took his legs off, made him eat dirt. Yeah, he hollered out. Continue. And Musa and Aharon went in unto Pharaoh and did as Yahweh had commanded. Mm -hmm. And Aharon threw down the rod before the sight of Pharaoh. So Aaron does what Musa said. They are now working together. together and they're learning to follow instructions as they are given. Okay, this is the whole point now. So continue. And before the sight of his servants, and it became a basilisk. Mm -hmm. But Pharaoh called the the Hashemit. He called in Laban, Janice, and Jambres, and all the magicians. So now these are the Hashemit. This translation is saying the Hashems. Yes. But this is the Hashemit, who's come from Laban House. This is the race of Hashemit people, the name of the book. Mm -hmm. So now Laban and his sons come down to battle magic for magic against Aaron and Musa. Mm. Three against two. All right, let's see how this go. The Pharaoh called the Hashems and magicians, and they also, Janus and Jambres, magicians of Mitzrayim, did the same by their burnings of divination. Mm -hmm. They threw down each man his rod. And they became basilisks, but were forthwith changed to be what they were at first. And the rod of Aharon swallowed up their rods. And the disposition, Pharaoh's heart, was hardened, and he would not hearken to them as Yahya had said. So he watches this battle, and he sees his magician can do the same thing. Even though Aaron and Moses is superior their rods ate their rods when he took yes. it up. Their rods was gone. He not paying attention to the outcome. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. He is only paying attention to uh, the fact that they could do it. So now right. this is not a big threat to me. You don't have some power that we don't have in Egypt. Mm. Hardened his heart. Hard. So he couldn't see the picture clearly. No, no, no. Mm. Continue. Why? And Yahweh said to Musa, the disposition of Pharaoh's heart is obdurated. Ah, he has obduracy, which is hardening, right? He has no way of, of turning it back now. Obduracy, right? He's stubbornly refusing to change one's opinion or course of action. That's it. Now he's fixed on this course of action. He will now receive the fullness of the process. Well, here we go. <clears throat> the disposition of Pharaoh's heart is obdurated in refusing to release the people. Mm -hmm. Go unto Pharaoh in the morning. Behold, he cometh forth to observe divinations at the water as a magician. Mm -hmm. So shalt thou prepare thee to meet him on the bank of the river. Mm -hmm. And Aharon's rod that was changed to be a serpent, thou shalt take in thy hand. Mm -hmm. and so now you're going to take, <laughs> take Aaron's rod. Don't take yours. Uh -huh. Take Aaron's rod and... And, and now you're going to follow the new instruction, but 
we know this is going to be like an issue, but let's just see what the issue is. But he said, take Aaron's rod. Mm -hmm. Right. So Moses got his rod. Aaron have a rod. He said, take Aaron's rod. Why does the most high want Moses to take Aaron's rod? Because he's making Aaron appear as a magician. Moses is king and he has his magician. That's it. He's the reflection, the reflection of Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. So he's dealing with Pharaoh in the way Pharaoh understands. Ah, speaking his language. He's speaking his language. He's coming down to his level to meet him where he is and to, what, return upon him the affliction by which he afflicted his people. So let's see what happens now with Amos Rod. And thou shalt say to him, Yah Allah of the Yehudi hath sent me unto thee, saying, Release my people, that they may serve me in the desert. And behold, as yet, thou hast not hearkened. Mm-hmm. Thus saith Yah, by this sign, thou shalt know that I am Yah. Behold, with the rod that is in my hand, I will smite the waters of the river, and they shall be changed into blood. And the fish that are in the river shall die, and the river become foul, and the Mizraim shall desist from drinking water from the river. Mm-hmm. And Yah said to Musa, Tell Aharon, take thy rod and stretch forth thy hand over the waters of the Mizraim, over their rivers, over their trenches, over their canals, and over every place for collecting their waters. And they will become blood. And there shall be blood in all the land of Mizraim. So he told Aaron, this didn't happen one time. He walked around. He took Aaron's rod. Aaron, take Aaron's rod. Come on. Over the river. Let's go over here to the canal. Over here. Let's go over these water pots over here. Everywhere there's water. He walking all around the capital city, shaking his stick at all the water. And what happened? All the water turned blood red with Aaron's rod. <laughs> you see when Moses started using his rod oh now we you trouble yeah but come on let's go and in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone and Musa and Aharon did so as Ayah commanded and he lifted up the rod and smote the waters of the river in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants, and all the waters of the river were turned into blood. Mm-hmm. And the fish that were in the river died. So the fish in the river died. And the river became foul. And the river mm-hmm. became foul. Sound like what's happening in America. Yeah. But the what water. Oil spill right <laughs> the acid. I was acid, just sitting yeah. here. I was like, yeah. oh, 250 plagues. But good. Hmm. So the water is now foul. You can't drink it. And it's just spreading more and more. And nobody has come up with what for any solid reasoning as to why these accidents are continuously happening. Okay, no problem. Continue. And the Mitzrayi could not drink of the waters of the river. And the plague of blood was in all the land of Mitzrayim. Mm-hmm. But so also did the astrologers of Mitzrayim by their burnings and turned the waters of the ocean into blood. Mm-hmm. 
So now they went down to Goshen <laughs> and they turned the Israelites' water into blood. We're not going to suffer this alone. All right. I'll say this. If you really had power, why not undo the turning the water into blood? Why are we turning the last bastion of good water into blood? No problem. Let's see how they deal with this. But you know, it's as you <clears throat> stated yesterday that all the plays that had happened did not just affect the ministry. Mm -mm. It affected our people as well. As well. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, continue. And the design of Pharaoh's heart was strengthened and he would not hearken. Now he's even, yeah. We got <laughs> You got bloody waters. <laughs> we got bloody waters. That's so cute. Sit for that. Sit for that. Being petty. You're being petty. All right. So pettiness is hardening of the heart. It is mm. obduracy. Continue. Well, they're writing it down. So pettiness is hardening of the heart. It's obduracy. Mm. Mm. That's why you would tell me so much in with people's actions. When I would tell you situations, you would say, that's why I'm not supposed to be petty. Mm -hmm. It's hardening of the heart. Each and every step, each and every petty action, you harden your heart. <clears throat> and Pharaoh did what was needful to him and went unto his house, nor did he set his heart upon this plague. Mm -hmm. And the Mitzrayi digged about the river for water to drink, but could not find them pure, for they were not able to drink of the water from the river. So now Pharaoh... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even think about the plague. He wanted to focus on himself and what he needed to do to take care about himself. Forget the people, forget everybody. I have to survive. Oh, so we, we must preserve the government. No problem. And seven days were completed after Yahya had smitten the river. Mm. And the word of Yah had afterward healed the river. Mm -hmm. And Yah spoke to Musa, go in unto Pharaoh and say to him, thus saith Yah, emancipate my people that they may serve before me. Mm. But if thou refuse to set them free, behold, I will plague all thy borders with frogs. <laughs> and the rivers shall multiply frogs, mm -hmm. and they shall ascend and come up into thy house, mm -hmm. and into thy bedchamber, where you sleepest, and upon your couch, mm -hmm. and into the house of your servants, and among your people, and into the ovens, and into your baking troughs. Mm -hmm. Okay. And upon your body, and upon the bodies of your people, and upon all your servants shall the frogs have power. Mm. And Yahya said to Musa, lift up your hand with your rod over mm -hmm. the rivers, over the trenches, and over the canals, and I will bring up the frogs upon the land of Mitzrayim. Mm -hmm. wow. And Aaron uplifted his hand over the waters of Mitzrayim, 
and the plague of frogs came up and covered the land of Mitzrayim. But Musa himself did not smite the waters, either with the blood or with the frogs, because through them, the waters of the Nile, he had found safety <laughs> in the time that his mother laid him in the river. <laughs> and the astrologers did likewise by their burnings and brought up frogs upon the land of Mitzrayim. So now... <laughs> The astrologers, mm -hmm. they brought up the flogs, right? It wasn't even Moses bring up the frogs. The astrologers brought it up. We'll be back after this. <clears throat> All right, we're back. All right, you go ahead on, pick up and read. Okay. And Pharaoh called to Musa and to Aharon saying, Pray before Yah that he may remove the frogs from me and from my people, and I will release the people to offer the sacrifices of a feast before Yah. All right, so now he's let them out, and they come out for a feast day. Mm. Now he want to let them out for a feast day. He has still committed the crime. Of refusal. Yes. But now that he's, you know, it was a showdown, and now that it's, it's getting too bad for the people, he want to relent some. Okay. So let's see what happens. And Musa said to Pharaoh, <clears throat> glorify yourself on account of me. At what time does you request that I should pray for you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. You said, glorify yourself on account of me? At what time do you request that I should pray for you? When, when did this start going down? <laughs> then when did this start happening? Mm. Now you call me for prayer. Okay, let's see how it goes. And for your servants and for your people, that the frogs may be destroyed from you and from your house, and be left only in the river? And he said, tomorrow. And he said, according to your word, that you may have know that there is none like Yah our Allah. And the frog shall depart from you and from your house and from your servants and from your people, and those only that are in the river shall remain. Okay, so now he says, <laughs> according to your promise now, it'll be like the frogs will be going by tomorrow. That's what the Most High said. This is what Moses says. This is what Aaron tells Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. Okay? <clears throat> so even though it says Moses says, Aaron is talking. Yes. Right? We don't lose the context. Mm -hmm. Just because it says Moses said. Yeah, Moses said Haran on Right. So Aaron is doing all the lifting. He's doing all the working. And Moses is receiving the instructions, doing what his portion of the instruction is. And Aaron is doing his portion of the instruction. That's how it works. Okay, continue. <clears throat> and Musa and Aharon went out from Pharaoh. And Musa prayed before Yah, respecting the frogs, as he had proposed to Pharaoh. 
And Yah did according to the word of Musa. Mm -hmm. And the frogs died from the houses and from the courts and from the field. And they collected them in heaps and heaps. And the land was corrupted. Okay, so now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they died. They died. Most high, all right, no problem. I told, I said I would eliminate the frogs. Boom, they eliminated. And now you got these rotten abominations stanking up the whole land that your magicians brought up. Mm -mm. Can you imagine the smell? Mm. Mm. <laughs> and Pharaoh saw that he was refreshed from his molestation, mm -hmm. but hardened his heart and would not hearken to them as Yah has said. So now that his problem is over, Right. Now he want to harden his heart mm. and keep going back mm. into his old ways until, mm. all right, here we go. And Yeah said to Musa, speak unto Adharon, mm -hmm. lift up your rod and smite the dust of the earth. Now Moses moving. And it shall become venomous insects mm -hmm. in all the land of Misraim. Mm -hmm. hmm. But it shall not be by you that the ground shall be smitten. Mm -hmm. Because therein for you was the means of safety when you had slain the mystery and it received him. Okay, so now Moses hmm. <laughs> cannot use his rod because he received mercies and benefits from this place. So because he received mercies and benefits, Moses cannot smite the land. Mm. The land accepted the, the, the people who were after him, clearing him of his name, mm. right? The people of Pharaoh. So it accepted the, the Mitzrite man that he killed. <clears throat> Continue. And they did so. And Aharon lifted up his hand with his rod and smote the dust of the ground. And it became a plague of venomous insects mm. upon the flesh of men and of cattle. All the dust of the earth was changed to become insects now they, in the land of Mitzrayim. Now they got these little biting bugs. All right, here we go. And the astrologers wrought with their burnings mm -hmm. to bring forth the insects, mm -hmm. but were not able, and the plague of insects prevailed upon men and upon cattle. So now the astrologers... So now the Most High, he's telling you all these names, right? These teachers, magicians, people who watch the stars of heaven, these astrologers, mm. right? These horoscope people, they got called out. How do we fix this? They went to try. They did their thing. They thought it was going to be like the last times when they, they magic did something, but it did nothing to help them. Now they get a bunch of nothing. So the Mosai is now intensifying, and they're at the point to where where they thought what they thought would happen is not happening. You know, it's funny because it's like 
You only can copycat for so long. <laughs> it's limited. <laughs> so continue. And the astrologers said to Pharaoh, this is not by the power or strength of Musa and Aharon, mm. but this is a plague sent from before Yah. Yet the design of Pharaoh's heart was strengthened, and he would not hearken to them as Yah has said. So now they're like, hey, uh, we ain't got no magic for this. This is uh, from Moses and his God. Listen, we need to stop now. <laughs> we out of the waters. We got to stop now. And Pharaoh was like, stop. Nah, I'm sick of this. Yeah, like, who you think you are? I'm Pharaoh. Okay, here we go. And Yah spake to Musa. Arise in the morning and stand before Pharaoh. Behold, he goeth forth to observe divinations at the water as a magician. So now he's going to do his worship down at the water. You know, he has to do his baptism. And thou shalt say to him, thus says Yah, emancipate my people that they may worship before me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you will not set my people free, mm -hmm. behold, I will stir up among you and your servants and your people and your house a mixed multitude of wild beasts mm -hmm. and the houses of the mystery shall be filled with a swarm of wild beasts and they shall be upon the land also. So this is one of the plagues that is pronounced yes. to come even in our time now, the plague of wild beasts, right? So it's going to be rough. <laughs> Here you go. So he promised famine. Mm -hmm. He promised war. Yeah. He promised wild beasts. And he promised pestilence and plagues. These are the four plagues the Most High will send in abundance. And they will follow after the children of Israel for the obduracy of their necks, punishing them. And the idol worshippers among them. Okay. <clears throat> Continue. And I will do wonders that day in the land of Goshen, where my people dwell, that there no swarms of wild beasts shall be. So he's like, well, okay, this is what I'm going to do in Goshen. So in the place where I have put my people... Now, this is on the other side of the Nile. Mm -hmm. They in the spot where Joseph told them to be. The Most High is like, nah, this spot, I'm going to protect. There will be sanctuary here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you what it is, but you'll have to figure it out for yourself. So the place where Moses and Aaron was with the people that are with them that submitted themselves to them 
they received sanctuary. And the same it will be today. You will see there will only be one safe place. <clears throat> that you may know that I, Yah, am the ruler in the midst of the land. Mm -hmm. And I will appoint redemption mm -hmm. for my people. Mm -hmm. And upon your people will I lay the plague. Tomorrow, this sign shall be. Mm -hmm. And Yah did so. Yep. It's going to be like this. And it was. And sent the mixed multitude of wild beasts and strength to the house of Pharaoh mm -hmm. and to the house of his servants. Mm -hmm. And in all the land of Mizraim, the inhabitants of the land were devastated from the swarm of wild beasts. Mm -hmm. And Pharaoh called to Musa and to Aharon, saying, Go worship with festival sacrifices before Yah, your Allah, in this land. Mm -hmm. But Musa said, it will not be right to do so because we shall take sheep, which are the abomination of the mystery, and offer them before Yah, our Allah. Behold, if we offer the abomination of the mystery before them, they will stone us with stone as an act of justice. So they didn't want them doing their sacrifices. The same way it's like illegal for you to perform your food rights, right? So the sacrifices, everything is a sacrifice. So if you cannot prepare your own food from your own hand, it's an abomination to them. You got to go to the supermarket. go three days journey into the wilderness to offer the festival sacrifices before our Allah as he hath bidden us. Mm -hmm. And Pharaoh said, I will release you to sacrifice before Yah, your Allah in the wilderness. Only you shall not go to a greater distance. Pray too for me. And Musa said, I will go forth from you and pray before Yah to remove the swarm of wild beasts from Pharaoh mm -hmm. and from his servants and from his people tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow he'll remove it now that they pray. Only let not Pharaoh add to the sea and not releasing the people to offer the festal sacrifices before Yeah. So he warned Pharaoh, listen, don't let us not lead them all. It'll be a problem. So let's continue. And Musa went out from Pharaoh and prayed before Yeah. And Yeah did according to the word of the prayer of Musa and removed the swarm of wild beasts from Pharaoh and from his servants, and from his people, not one was left. Okay. Yet did Pharaoh strengthen the design of his heart. So his, his heart is designed to be obstinate. Yes. And he's strengthening the obstinacy. Mm-hmm. 
He's strengthening the stiff-neckedness in wrong. Even after he sees the sign or he hears the instruction, he says, okay, okay, okay. And his moment, he's behind his back. Pharaoh now changes his mind. <clears throat> and released not the people. Mm-hmm. And Yah said to Musa, go into Pharaoh and say to him, thus says Yah, the Allah of Yadi." Emancipate my people that they may worship before me. But if you refuse to release, and here too you have constrained them. So from this point back, you have always constrained. You don't want to let them go. All right. Behold, the stroke of Yah's hand shall be <coughs> as it have not been. Yet upon your cattle that are in the field, upon the horses and upon the asses, upon the camels, the oxen and sheep with a mighty death. Okay, so it's with the camels, <coughs> the oxen, the sheep with a mighty death. Well, let's see what let's see what Pharaoh does. And Yah will work wonders between the flocks of Israel and the flocks of the Misrim, that not any of those who which belongs to the sons of Israel shall die. Mm-hmm. And Yah set a time, saying, Tomorrow will Yah do this thing in the land. So he set a time. Them to let him know. All right. Tomorrow. This is what it's going to be. All right. So let's see what they did. And Yah did that thing the day after. He sure did. And all the cattle of the Mitzray died. All the cattle died. But of the cattle of the sons of Israel died not one. So none of their cattle got touched. And Pharaoh sent certain to look. And behold. Not one of the cattle of the sons of Israel had died. Mm. Not even one. But the disposition of Pharaoh's heart was aggravated and he would not release the people. Now Pharaoh is angry. Oh, I'm going to get them. They never leave him. And Yahweh said to Musa and to Aharon, take with you hands full of fine ashes mm-hmm. from the furnace and let Musa sprinkle them towards the height of the heavens in the sight of Pharaoh. Okay, so now he says take sand, ashes from fire and give it to Musa and Musa going to sprinkle them to the height of the, of the heavens. And the dust <clears throat> shall be upon all the land of Mizraim upon man and upon beast for a boil producing tumors in all the land of Misraim. And they took ashes of the furnace and arose to meet Pharaoh and Musa sprinkled them towards the height of the heavens. And there came a boil multiplying tumors upon man and beast. And they got boils and tumors. That's nasty. 
Well, here you go. And the astrologers could not stand before Musa on account of the boil. Oh, now the astrologers, they can't even get up to face Moses no more. For the plagues of the boil was upon the astrologers mm -hmm. and upon all the mystery. Mm -hmm. And Yahweh hardened the design of Pharaoh's heart, and he would not hearken to them as Yahweh has said to Musa. And Yahweh said to Musa, Arise in the morning and place yourself before Pharaoh mm -hmm. and say to him, okay. Thus says Yahweh, Allah of the Yadi. Allah of the Yadi. Emancipate my people. Emancipate them. That they may worship before me. Now, emancipate means free. Like, give them what they need and let them go. If they keep saying no. Now, reparations and repatriation, we've been fighting for since 2016. For hitherto has the deep state, Pharaoh, not hearken to any message, any words of warnings, any readings of anything I said. But if you remember, when we read with Abraham, the Most High says, I'm going to do this on one specific day. Hmm. I'm going to smite him on the Pesach. <laughs> do not be anywhere near where they are. Now, you think Passover today. Well, it's not. not. <clears throat> For at this time I will send upon you a plague from the heavens, and all my plagues wherewith I have plagued you, you will cause to return upon your heart, and upon your servants, and upon the people, plagues which have been sent forth from before me, mm -hmm. and not from the magic of the sons of men that you may have know that there is none like me in all the earth. Now, could I send the plague of my strength by judgment or with justice to strike you and your people with death and destroy you from the earth? Oh, so you're uh -oh. saying right now. Uh-oh. <laughs> I can smite everybody. I locked the whole place out. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. He let them know. Most High's giving them the smoke. Like, listen, you don't know who you're talking to when you say what you say and you do what you do. So I'm letting you know. Listen, I I'll wipe you out. Okay. Continue. But verily, I have spared you alive. Not that I may benefit you, but that my power may be manifest to you and that my holy name may be made known in all the earth. Mm -hmm. Hitherto has you um, tyrannized over my people instead of releasing them. Mm -hmm. Behold, at this time tomorrow, I will cause to come down from the treasures of the heavens, a mighty hell, the like of which have never been in Mitzrayim since the day when men were settled upon it until now. Mm. But now, sin, gather together your flocks 
and all that you had in the field. For upon all men and cattle that are found in the field and not gathered together within the house, will the hell come down and they will die. All right, everybody go inside. Here come the most highs, missiles, fire from heaven. Okay, let's see what happens. Hey, old Job. This Job now, right? Who? Yeah. This Job now. Here we are. And I told you Job was with him down in Egypt, and Job was there. So now here's Job. Let's see what Job does. Who reverenced the word of Yah among the servants of Pharaoh, gathered together his servants and his flocks within the house. But Balaam, mm. Laban, your Laban. nemesis. Now Job, he... <laughs> He was, he went like, listen, I'm on the side of, of the word of the most high. I'm going to obey this. I'm not with you because Job is what? Hashemit. You see? So the Hashemit, everybody's down here. Mm. And now Balaam, <laughs> let's see what Balaam does. But Balaam, who <clears throat> did not set his heart upon the word of Yah left his servants and his flocks in the field. And Yah said to Musa, uplift your hand towards the height of the heavens, and there shall be hail on all the land of Mizraim, upon men and upon beasts, mm -hmm. and upon every herb of the field in the land of Mizraim. And Musa lifted up his rod. Now Musa lifts up his rod. <coughs> See, <coughs> all of those with Aaron, all of those was warning shots. Now. <laughs> now Moses get active. All right, continue. Towards the heights of the heavens, and Yah gave forth thunders mm -hmm. and hailstorm with flaming fire upon the ground. Mm -hmm. Yah made the hell descend upon the land of Mitzrayim. So here it comes. And there was hell and fire mm, darting among the hell with exceeding force. Hell and fire, huh? Hell and fire. Mm -hmm. Here come the missiles. See? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, unto it had never been the like in all the land of Mizraim. Okay, here it comes. All right, we'll be back right after this. Hold on. <clears throat> all right, we are back. Okay. So now there was hell and fire together. Missiles. Ba-bomb-ba-dombs. Okay, bullets. You're going to get this one of these days. I'm telling you, it is coming. Go ahead. <clears throat> no, go ahead. I got to remember. 925. And the hell smote in all the land of Mitzrayim, whatsoever was in the field of men and of cattle. And all the herbage of the field, the hell smote. And every tree of the field, it shattered and uprooted. Okay, so there was hail everywhere. And 
all the herbage, all the food, all the vegetables, all the flowers, the hell dried it up. And the trees too. And they were uprooted. Mm. Continue. Only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel were, there was no hell. So only in the place where <laughs> Joseph prepared, stay Ooh. over here, y'all. Then the destruction comes. There'll be preservation where my instruction is, meaning his judgment, even after he died, did not cease. This is where it is. Continue. And Pharaoh sent certain to call Musa and Aharon, and he said to them, This time I have sinned. I know that Yahya is a righteous Allah, and that I and my people have deserved every one of these plagues. Intercede before Yahya, that with him it may be enough, and there may be no more maledictory. Yeah, no more curses. The word malediction is the curses. That's what you guys call it. Mm -hmm. So these are the words of malediction, and they bring all these evils upon you. Continue. Maledictory <clears throat> thunders, nor hail from the presence of Yeah, and I will release you and no longer hinder. <laughs> Excuse me. And Musa said to him, when I have gone out from thee into the city, I will outspread my hands in prayer before Yeah, and the thunders shall cease and there shall be no more hail that you may know that the earth is Yeah's. Okay. So now that you recognize I'm going to go leave. I'm not doing it here for you. I don't serve you. I'm going to go leave and do it where I'm supposed to be. And it will cease. And then you'll know the whole earth belongs to the most high. That's what the West is going to get. Ain't nothing changed. I'm just telling you. Continue. But I know that thou and thy servants release the people. They will have to be afraid before Yah Allah. And the flax and the barley were beaten down because the barley was in the ear and the flax was making pods. Mm. What does that mean? So the flax and the barley was getting ready to fruit. And so when it got beaten up, they didn't have no more flax or no more linen and no more barley. Okay. Okay. But the wheat and the spelt were not smitten because they are later. Right. So the wheat and the spelt, mm -hmm. which is like um, the bulga. Mm -hmm. So the bulga and um, the wheat, which is for flour, they didn't, they don't, they don't get planted till later on. Oh, right. Okay. <clears throat> oh, okay. So these were, okay. So the flax and the barley planted in the springtime. And the wheat and the barley is planted a little later on in the summer for the fall. The wheat and the barley here are different. It's not like uh, the wheat and the barley in, in America. It, it don't grow that high. It's about six inches. Continue. And Musa and Aharon went out from Pharaoh to the suburb, and he stretched out his hands in prayer before Yah. And the thunders of the curse were withheld. And the hail and rain that were descending came not on the earth. Mm -hmm. And Pharaoh saw that the rain and hail and the thunders of the curse had ended. Mm. And he added to sin and made strong the design of his heart, both he and his servants. And Pharaoh's heart was made obstinate. Mm. Was obstinate? Give me one second. 
We just did that. Oh, obstinate. Oh, I thought it was yes. obduracy. Obduracy, obstinate is the same same word. And he would not release the children of Israel as Yah had said through Musa. Mm-hmm. And Yah spake to Musa, "Go in unto Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. I have made strong the design of his heart, and the design of the heart of his servants to set these my signs amongst." So the Most High is pardoned. Yeah, I planned all of this to provoke him because I want to hit them back for all of what they've done. Mm-hmm. Now, you have been out there 400 years. Mm-hmm. Do you understand the level of wrath that is coming? You don't want to be there. Don't want the smoke. Okay, find Ali. Come on over because you don't want to see it. It's, it's bad enough you have to hear about it. You don't want to see it. Continue. And that in the hearing of thy sons and of thy children's children may be told the wonders I have done in Mitzrayim. Okay, so now he wants the children and the children's children to hear these stories like you are hearing them now. Okay, continue. And the signs that I set among them that you may know that I am Yaya. Okay. And Musa and Aharon went in unto Pharaoh and mm-hmm. said to him, Thus saith Yaya, Allah of Israel. How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go that they may worship before me. But if thou refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I bring the locusts upon your borders mm-hmm. and they shall cover the face of the ground so that it will be impossible to feed the ground and shall destroy the remainder that was spared to you from the hail. Now here come the locusts. Mm-hmm. And destroy every tree which groweth for you out of the field. There ain't going to be nothing left. Continue. And they shall fill your houses and the houses of all your servants mm-hmm. and the houses of the Mitzrayi. Mm-hmm. The like of which neither your fathers nor your forefathers have seen since the day that they were upon the earth unto this day. So you ain't never seen this before. I'm about to give it to you. That's what he keeps saying. He said it then. He's saying it now. I'm telling you, you don't want to. You've never seen this and it will be considered a strange thing. Continue. And he turned and went out from Pharaoh. And the servants of Pharaoh said, how long shall this man be a stumbling block to us? Let the men be released that they may worship before Yah their Allah. Mm-hmm. Are you not aware that by his hand it will be that the land of Mitzrayim shall be destroyed? Mm-hmm. And he commanded to bring back Musa and Aharon to Pharaoh and said to them, go, worship before Yah your Allah. But who are they that are to go? And Musa said, with our children and with our old men, will we go? With our sons and with our daughters, we will go. With our sheep and with our oxen, we will go. Mm-hmm. We have a solemn feast before Yah. Mm-hmm. And he said to them, so may the word of Yah be a help to you. Mm-hmm. But how can I release both you and your children? Okay, so now Pharaoh's like, I'll let the men go. But I'm not letting the women and the children go. Mm-hmm. All right. The evil offense is in the look of your faces. You think to go onward in the way that you would walk till the time that you shall have come to the house of the place of your habitation. Mm-hmm. It shall be. So now he's saying 
everybody looking at Pharaoh now, the evil eye is no longer every man towards his brother. Now they see the destruction coming upon Pharaoh and the evil eye now focused upon him. So now Pharaoh says, the look on your faces, it tells me that you guys are going to like cut and run. If I let you go, you're going to not just go. You're going to take the three A's and go home. <laughs> yeah, it's not a lot. They would. Okay. So continue. It shall be not so as ye devise. Mm -hmm. But the men only shall go and worship before Yah, for that it was which ye demanded. And he drave them out from before the face of Pharaoh. So now this is the men only going out. And here we are now. We are coming around to one of the men only festivals. Okay. And he's like, you can go, but you got to leave the women and the children behind. All right. And Yah spoke to Moses and was like, I'm not satisfied with your half-assedness. <laughs> Okay, so you you want to do this and then do that and make division between the men and the women. Okay, we make a problem. And what happens? And Yah spake to Musa, lift up your hand over the land of Mitzrayim for the locusts, mm -hmm. that he may come up over the land of Mitzrayim mm -hmm. and destroy every herb of the earth, mm -hmm. whatsoever the hail hath left. Mm -hmm. And Musa lifted up his rod over the land of Mitzrayim. And Yah brought an east wind upon the country all that day and all the night. So the, the locusts in Egypt always come up from the east because the majority of the land is eastward. Mm. So he brought an east wind and this carried the locusts right on up to him. Go ahead. And in the morning, the east wind bare the locusts. And the locusts came up over all the land of Mitzrayim. And settled in all the limits of Mitzrayim, exceedingly strong. Before him, there had been no locust so hard, nor will there be like him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he said he never had a locust this hard, and it won't do it again. <laughs> so you're not getting locusts. Mm -hmm. There you go. I told you, you're getting these four, but you're not going to get all the other ones. You're not getting locusts. Continue. And he covered the face of all the land until the land was darkened. Mm -hmm. and every herb of the ground was consumed and all the fruit of the tree that the hail had left. Mm -hmm. And nothing green of tree or herb of the field was left in all the land of Mitzrayim. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Pharaoh made haste and sent certain to call Musa and Aharon. Mm -hmm. And he said, I have sinned before Yah, your Allah, and against you. Oh, now you sinned. Mm. Yeah, but he said that before. He said it every time. <laughs> All right, I made a mistake. Forgive me. And <laughs> mm. the moment the thing back off oh, from him. Mm -hmm. Go hard to way. But now pardon my sin only this once, and pray before Yah that he would only remove from me this death. And he went out from Pharaoh and prayed before Yah. Mm -hmm. And Yah turned a wind from the west of exceeding strength, and it carried away the locusts and mm -hmm. bare him to the Sea of Suf. Mm -hmm. There was not one locust left in all the borders of Mitzrayim, mm -hmm. and even such as had been salted in vessels for needed food. Mm -hmm. Those two, the western wind, bare away, and they went. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But Yah strengthened the design of Pharaoh's heart, 
and he would not release the children of Israel. Here we go. So they came in from the east. They left out to the west. He passed them along. And now he hardens the design of Pharaoh's heart again. All right. Continue. And Yahweh said to Musa, lift up thy hand towards the height of the heavens, and there shall be darkness over all the land of Mitzrayim in the morning at the passing away of the first darkness of the night. So now we're getting ready to have the days of darkness. So we are now approaching the Pesach. And Musa stretched out his hand toward the height of heavens, and there was dark darkness in all the land of Mitzrayim three days. There was three days of darkness. No sun, yeah. no moon. This is dark darkness. Dark, dark. Mm. This was a long night. Yeah, three days. If you go to sleep, mm. it's nighttime. You wake up, it's night. <laughs> it's nighttime. You go to work, you, nighttime. it's nighttime. Mm, 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 mm. No man saw his brother and none arose from his place three days. But among all the sons of Israel, there was light. Oh, so they had light over there, right? In Goshen. In Goshen. That the wicked among them who died might be burned. So they have, now you see what I'm talking about. Now the most high kills the wicked, is the wicked sons of Israel who have not hearken to Moses' instructions, who have not uh, submitted themselves to his leadership, right? He's killing off them now. So they're not getting out of the situation entirely unpunished. What I'm telling you is, woe unto you who go through this and don't hearken to my words because the wrath will be so great, he'll kill you for your rebellion. You know, as we were reading this thus far, I think about how so many of us talk about how, oh, I hear from the Most High. Oh, the Most High talked to me. Oh, I know the Most High. Mm-hmm. Here you are begging for reparation. Mm-hmm. The heart of Pharaoh is telling you no. And you're thinking that this is Pharaoh's thing. But this is really the most high that's not allowing it. But uh, you can't see that you're getting the no because of the most high, but you you say you care from him and you know him. And you can't see that this is him not allowing the reparations to happen. Because he has an appointed time. It's after all <coughs> these things occur that you come out. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Wow. Mm. <sighs> now that's for those that were wicked. Let's see what happens. <coughs> My phone is about to die. Can I use your tablet? You sure can. <laughs> so now the wicked are dying. What's the next line? Down here. Okay. But among all the sons of Israel, there was light that the wicked among them who died might be buried. 
and that the righteous might be occupied with the precepts of the law in their dwelling. So now they are refreshing themselves with the teachings of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Enoch, Jasher, Jubilees. They are refreshing themselves. Well, not Jubilees, it's not written yet, but the books that they got from their forefathers, they're refreshing themselves in the law, and they're now getting ready to make this next move. And at the end of three days, Pharaoh called Musa and said, go worship before Yah. Only your sheep and your oxen shall abide with me. Your children also may go with you. So now he's back on that. <laughs> and now he want to send them out empty. Mm. Okay, so this is what I say. You don't come out empty. Bring something. But it's, we know it's a challenge. So that's why we say prepare. We are preparing as a collective according to the instructions. You can't expect to come out with all the wealth of Pharaoh because the wealth gets brought here by people who have the ability to bring it mm -hmm. and then divide it here. It doesn't come out with you in your pocket. Mm -hmm. The people who have the wealth are going to use that as bargaining chips. You and wealth, take this, give us food, let us remain peacefully. Right, there's a fixed appointment for all things. Yes. Continue. But Musa said, thou must also give into our hands holy oblations and burnt offerings that we may perform service before Yahweh our Allah. Mm -hmm. Our flocks, moreover, must go with us. So he's telling them, first of all, you got to give us all of this. Everything for our oblations. You have to give this and our flocks. So we got our flocks. You got to give us something on top. Right. Right. Because you're trying to send us out empty. No problem. <laughs> what happens? Not one hoof of them shall remain. Mm -hmm. For from them we are to take to do service before Yahweh our Allah. We cannot leave them. But we know not as yet in what manner we are to worship before Yahweh. So they don't know yet how the organization of the worship will be okay they know how to make sacrifices they've been shepherding sheep all this long while but they don't know the organization of the worship now today you don't know the customs and the traditions and you don't know the ordering of the worship hmm. so it has to be retaught and i don't care how much you read or what you read you don't know the practical application is different Yes. You know how many abominable Pesach sacrifices I've seen? Mm -hmm. There is a lawful way to go about it. If you don't know, you don't know. Winging it is not going to make it work. Mm -mm. <clears throat> Continue. Until we come thither. Until you come here. But Yeah made strong the design of Pharaoh's heart. Nah. would not release them. <laughs> Pharaoh's like, nah, you didn't leave here with nothing. And matter of fact, you can't go. <laughs> Who you talking to? Like, I serve you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Moses not even complaining no more. Okay, you're going to get this. What's next? And Pharaoh said to him, go from me. Beware that thou add not to see my face to speak before me. One of these words that are so hard, for in the day that thou seest my face, my anger will grow strong against you, and I will deliver you into the hands of the men who seek your life to take it. And Musa said, you have... So now 
Moses receives a threat. Mm-hmm. Pharaoh's like, yeah, uh-huh, okay. Somebody, I, I know what happened before, and I know what's been going down. Somebody want to kill you. And what does Moses say to the threat that somebody seeks your life? Okay. Read it. Musa said, you have spoken fairly while I was dwelling in Midian. Okay. He says, you've spoken fairly. I understand there's somebody who wants to seek my life. But there was a word before you, y'all, with me. While I was in the camp of Midian. Okay? So while the person who's making the threat wasn't in the camp of Midian, he was outside. He with the West. He still have his Western culture. He still have his Western thinking, his Western way. And now Pharaoh's like, I'll get them. And have them give back to you for that murder you killed. Okay, no problem. What happened? It was told to me in a word from before Yeah, that the men who had sought to kill me had fallen from their means. So now it was told before me from Yeah that these men who seek my my life have fallen. From their own means. <laughs> they have fallen from their own trap, their own snare. Death is pursuing them. And Moses is minding his business. He ain't done nothing wrong or to these people. And now Pharaoh come with this idle threat. Yeah, we're going to kill you. Okay. <clears throat> And it says what? And were reckoned with the dead. And they were reckoned with the dead. Even though they have not died yet. They will die. The death is coming. coming. (sighs) Okay. At the end, there will be no mercy upon thee. In the end... There will be no mercy upon these people who threaten Moses's, Musa's life. You can't make this stuff up. (laughs) Continue. But I will pray. I will pray. The plague shall be restrained from thee. And now I will see thy face no more. But I will pray. And the darkness will be restrained from thee. And now I will see your face. No more. <laughs> we finished. Moses is done with his part. He is with his people. And they're going to do what they pose it to do. Let's take a look at what's getting ready to happen over young. We'll be back after this. All right. We are back. <coughs> So I want y'all to understand something. So in Moses' time, when he came before the people and said what he said, they accepted him, the signs he wrought, and the word, and they bowed themselves and worshipped and accepted his rulership. 
They accepted his leadership. They accepted he was the one to be done because they knew he was going to be called Moses from the prophecy of Joshua. I mean, not Joshua, from the prophecy of Yosef. Joshua is in Yosef's house, okay? So now today, the difference is my people struggle to accept. It doesn't matter what I tell you. It doesn't matter how much I read. You as the whole nation are of reluctancy to accept. So now shall the wrath of the Most High be kindled against you for not hearkening to the words which I have been teaching you. Because I talk gently like Shiloh, but like a calm stream and you can come and drink. And it's very, it's very, very delicate, very gentle. You want the smoke, the mirrors, the fire, and this, this, and this, this, and this. You're going to get it because all this time you have hardened your heart and the obduracy of your neck against the member of your yah. <clears throat> so you're going to get all the smoke, all the plagues, except for the righteous who come out here to submit and learn and do. <clears throat> Hmm. We almost done. I'm letting you know now. Oh yeah. Right? There's, a, there's only a couple of chapters left. And I'm gonna continue reading. We'll be finished by tomorrow. I think, depending on how much we read from here on, we'll probably be finished by tomorrow and it'll be done. I will have completed my word to you, and the judgment will be closed. Hmm. That's it. So let us continue. Me or sis? Uh, who read last? Uh, assisted. Okay, you go. Real life. Yeah, no, I just switched from your tablet to my phone. So Eleven ones. And he asked, spake unto Moses, Yet one stroke will I bring upon Pharaoh and upon the Mitzrayim. So now, the Most High is like, Nah. Hey, Moses, you forgot. There's one more stroke. I'm, I'm going to bring him because he refused and said no from the beginning. When I said, if you say no and you refuse, I'm going to kill the firstborn sons. So there's one more coming. Oh, see how long the context is held? This came up, what, chapter 3, chapter 4? Yes, sir. And now here we are in chapter 11, and the Most High is now recalling the long count conversation. Hmm. Even Moses forget, because he's dealing with the Most High on a day-to-day, every day. What is the instruction for today? He told Pharaoh, okay, you won't see me no more after this. I'll pray for the darkness to go, and we leave him. Okay? Most high's like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not leaving like this. I'm not leaving under these terms. I'm not leaving under nothing. We're going to do exactly what I say do, and it's going to happen right now. They're going to leave in haste. However, you have the opportunity, and you're not going to leave in haste. <clears throat> hmm. I'm telling you that right now, because if you're coming with us, you're going to have to plan your move 
transfer your money before they snatch it with this new Fed now 24-7, right? Then snatch all your money and tell you what you can and can't have. Replace all your jobs with AI because all you do is work on the computer anyway. So now they're going to snatch all of it from you and you are going to be stuck going through the whole raft, you and Mitzrayim, you and the house of bondage of slaves together. Those who come here before they lock the door because they're getting ready to go to war. Okay. Don't think you could park up on your enemy's doorstep and he not going to give back. He's not going to fight you off. This is what's happening right now. So you're going to see it. When it all light up and you finally see everything and the smoke clear, I promise you. You'll remember my words. All of a sudden, my views will shoot up. Everybody will be watching then. Okay? The internet will stay on so you can just watch the videos. Okay? We won't be getting paid after we hit all them views because YouTube blown up. They just left the service on. So, this is where we are. Continue. And upon Pharaoh... Yeah, I bring upon Pharaoh and upon the Mitzrayim, mm -hmm. which shall be greater than all. Mm -hmm. And afterward, will he send you hence when he releases, when he releases, mm -hmm. there shall be to himself an end driving. He will drive you forth from him. So now the most High tell him, listen, when I'm telling you one, I'm going to hit him with this and he's going to let you go. But there shall be to himself uh, an end that he needs to see and he's going to chase you what war the sword he's going to chase you to kill you to bring you out of Egypt I'm telling you this before we go through this next step <laughs> you're going to take the blow you're going to go he knows this large group cannot move fast we'll catch them in their way we can head them off with the chariots, the horses, the men with the sword, and we will bring slaughter upon them. Because they did this to me, I'm giving blood for blood. This is what he's telling Moses right now here in chapter 11 and verse 1. Continue. <clears throat> Speak now in the hearing of the people that every man shall demand from his Mithraite friend. And every woman of her Mitzrayit friend, vessels of silver and vessels of gold. So he said to the children of Israel, listen up, everybody, go to your Western friends and get silver, gold, silver spoons, pure silver spoons. Get them out the antique shops, get them out the pawn shops, take them out on loan, just get them. Silver spoons, silver forks, silver coins, silver bars, uh, 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 nice silver, ugly silver. Get the silver and get the gold. Go get it up out the pawn shops and, and, and get that stuff back. Get that stuff. You're going to need it because your money is about to be worthless. When I'm done here, ain't going to be no economy. The paper is going to be gone. So... Let's see what they do. 
And Yahya gave the people favor before the Mitzrayim. Also, the man Musa was very great in the land of Mitzrayim, before the servants of Pharaoh and before his people. And Musa spake, or had spoken, to Pharaoh. Thus saith Yahya. So now, listen, after the destruction has come, now Moses, his name great. He is now revealed to be who he said he was. It was only when the destruction came. Yes, sir. So after they saw all the destructions, all the passes and everything else, then they hearkened unto him. Then they looked and said, no, this man, nobody can defeat him. His God, God, and that's it. Okay, let's see how this goes. <coughs> Thus said Yahya, at this hour of the following night, will I be revealed in the midst of the Mitzrayim? So, at, at this hour, the same hour, tomorrow night, I'm going to be revealed. All right, let's see what he got planned. And every firstborn in the land of Mitzrayim shall die. Every firstborn in the land of Mitzrayim shall die. Okay, continue. From the firstborn of Pharaoh. From the firstborn of Pharaoh. Who should sit upon the throne of his kingdom. Who is supposed to sit upon the throne of his kingdom. Not a most high tearing the throne down. Right? He take you up. He put you up there on the throne. He's the one that take you off. Well, now I'm ending your lineage right here, right now. Okay, what happens? Unto the firstborn son of the humblest mother in Mitzrayim. He says, unto the firstborn son of even the humblest mother. The, the meek, the one who don't know about nothing. She's just living her life. She no do nothing. She's Mitzrayim, her firstborn son. Everybody going to pay. I'm going to go through everything. Man, beast, cattle. Now, that time, in Moses' time... He took the firstborn. This time of my people, you're going to take a tithe. Right? You're going to take 30% and keep it alive and kill the rest. Okay? Of the other nations, he's going to take and keep alive only a tenth. <laughs> and you're going to slaughter them with a great slaughter. So now you're going to see the earth become small. He says there'll be uh, in a the city, there'll be ten. But in the countryside, there'll be two. And you want to be out there in the smoke. No problem. Stay there. Right? So you want to be part of the one of a city and only two of a family that get brought into Zion. That's slim pickings. It's slim because there is yet a, a group that is there and they become established and become great to meet the one of a city and the two of a family mourning at Mount Zion with support. <laughs> There's another number. So we'll see. 
one step at a time, one day at a time, we're going to see who's crazy and who was telling the truth. And you're going to see this this year. You, you, you guys realize something here, couple, to you. Do you notice that Yah let Musa know what he is about to do? He's the only one Yah is speaking to with the instructions of what he is about to do before he does it. So that Musa knows the warning, knows how to prepare, so that when he does it, there's a provision. There is a provision. I, I'm, I've been observing how this conversation been going. If you look, everybody the most high appoint, right? As a prophet, they are for preservation. They're not for the pouring out of wrath. They're not for the pouring out of retribution unless instructed. So first comes preservation. Then comes the rebuilding, the reconstruction, and the process. Then anybody who provoke you after I have regathered you, then shall you take retribution upon them. There is a time and a place. Right now is not the time to be trying to get some type of retribution. However, those who do will be the victors, but they will take heavy, heavy casualties. So I'm just telling you, they will be heavy casualties. The strong man going to die. The survivors will be weak, weak, but they will be righteous. They will be the ones who did not hear, and they will come once they have heard. This is why I'm keeping this catalog and I'm finishing it now because I'm going to cut off this camera. I'm going to get me some rest and I'm going to get me some work, get to work with the building. There is no time anymore for this. Once I get my rest, my strength will be restored and that's it. Okay. You're going to have to deal with these two classes foundations and judgment begins mm -hmm. that is all and that is all okay here we go continue <clears throat> unto the firstborn son of the humblest mother in Mitzrayim who grindeth behind the mills and all mm. the firstborn of cattle and there will be a great cry in all the land of Mitzrayim, mm. because like the plague of this night, there hath not been. Mm. And like the plague of this night, there never will be one. So mm. it's not going to be like this, this. one. Mm -hmm. This only one city and it's only the firstborn. The next one? No, it's going to be worse. Mm. <laughs> Continue. But any of the children of Israel, a dog shall not harm by lifting mm. up his tongue against either man or beast, mm. that they may know that Yah maketh distinction between the West and the sons Bani Israel. 
You see that? See, so the sons of Israel is an identification marker, but not the wicked because the Most High killed the wicked during the days of darkness. Now he's going to make a distinguishment after the days of darkness. Now he's going to make distinguishment between his people and everybody else. So this is what I'm telling you. After all it is, there will be distinguishment. Those who come and obeyed and those who survive going through all the judgments and the purging among the nations to come into the preservation which is being prepared for you at a later time. So if you can't come now, continue listening to these teachers. It will soften your heart. It will be unto you or accounted unto you for mercy to listen, hearken, and obey until you can move. Continue. And thou shalt send down all your servants to me, Mm -hmm. coming and beseeching me, saying, go forth, you and all the people who are with you. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, I will go. And he went out from Pharaoh in great anger. Mm-hmm. But Yahya said to Musa, Pharaoh will not hearken to you. So now he told Pharaoh this before he left. So he said, after this, you're not going to see me no more. Oh, and another thing. When this plague come upon you, it's coming upon you and all your servants who, who know about me, that came to me coming and beseeching me, saying, get out. You're going to see this. All right. Continue. That I may multiply my wonders in the land of Mitzrayim. Mm -hmm. Musa and Aharon did all these wonders. So they did all the wonders. Before Pharaoh. Before Pharaoh. In his face. Ahead of him. Okay. They in the front. Pharaoh in the back is before Pharaoh. Pharaoh down, Moses, Aaron up. Okay, here we go. Continue. And Yahweh strengthened the design of Pharaoh's heart, and he would not release the sons of Israel from his land. Mm-mm. I'm not letting you go. So we're getting ready to have a tomorrow. Well, here we go. Continue reading. And Yahweh spoke to Musa and to Aharon in the land of Mitzrayim, saying, This month is ordained to be to you the beginning of the month. So now this month, we in the month of Nisan, is ordained to you to be the beginning. Well, what kind of beginning is the Most High talking about? Because we read in Genesis chapter 8 and 22 that from the time of Adam, History was number one. So let's see what happens here. And from it you shall begin to number for festivals. And from it shall you begin to number. So now month number seven is numbered one for you. This you Independence Day. This the day the nation came together. This the day I bring the nation out. This time and out of the house of bondage. This how you know this not Passover. I know you upset. 
You out here doing this craziness with Lamb everywhere, dressing up like Power Rangers and Power Ranger villains. You know, I seen a guy, he had an outfit, he looked like uh, the guy from Rita Repulsa. <laughs> you know, there was Goldar, the old one with the rubber face mask. He, he had two of them. Before my time. Before he time. had two of them Dying. on his... <laughs> Shoulders. <laughs> on the left and on the right. <laughs> so I don't say nothing. I'm just like, why you look like this? This is not correct. Even leather. You know, if you wear leather out here in the desert, you will die. Yeah. Not tomorrow. You die today. You try to walk a hundred feet, maybe a kilometer. That's it. You finish from dehydration. <laughs> Because once you get hot and then you have to take the leopard off, the sun gets worse. We'll be right back. All right, here we go. You guys realize here, it said in verse 10 that Moses and Haran did all these wonders. And so many are wanting to see the signs and the wonders and the miracles. But look what they look like. Thank you. Tell them again. They're not pretty. Since you wanted these, you're going to get them now. <laughs> so here they come. So continue. Continue. Go ahead. Okay. And... To you, the beginning of the month. So this month is ordained to you to be the beginning of months. And from it, you shall begin to number for festivals. Festivals. And times. Times. And cycles. And cycles. Now, you don't have to change the numbering if it was number one in the springtime. Mm -hmm. This, Abib, is when you like sheep. You came out leaping for joy. Your captivity had ended. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm telling you, it's numbered one for this reason. So the festival time, the clock stout start for those who move in it in the fall. Yes, the world began in springtime, mm -hmm. but our numbering of the months for us, we have two firsts. The first of the year and the first of the year for us is a separate calendar. They together, but we have two number ones. Continue. It shall be to you the first of the number of the month. The first of the number. So the seventh month now become the first. Continue. Uh of the months of the year. Mm -hmm. Speak to all the congregation. And this is what I'm doing. I'm speaking to you, the whole congregation. Of the children of Israel. Of the children of Israel. Bani Israel. Saying, in the 10th of this month. In the 10th of this month. This is the month of Nisan. So on the 10th of Nisan, it's about to go down. It's going down. Go ahead. Whose time is appointed for this time, occasion. So it's this time specifically. Speak to them. This is only for this time. 
It will not be any other time or ever again. Continue. And not for coming generations. And not for coming generations. So the Most High is now speaking an instruction and he's handing it a cutoff time from the beginning so that it is not to be confused with former generations. Mm. Okay, let's see what they have to do. They shall take to them a lamb for the house of a family. So they take a lamb. And if many in number, they shall take a lamb for a house. So they're going to take a lamb for the house of the family. And if even if they're many, they're going to take the lamb for the house. Okay? So, so pretty much to be clear, brother, this means... That the only time of getting the lamb on the tent was at this time. No, no, no. Okay. He's given a full instruction. So we're going to take the full instruction and see what is different. Because when we read about it, we now have to conduct our sacrifices of the Pesach. One, in the lamb and by the Levite ordinance, emulating what the Levites do. But you don't know what the Levites do. Oh. I do. You don't. Mm. I've seen them stringing up a live goat. Alive. Just regular people. I'm looking. Oh, no. This is abominable. This is not halal. You don't know. But you do what you want. You can't do that here. It's not permitted. Continue. But if the men of the house are fewer than 10 in number, in proportion to a sufficient number to eat the lamb, he and his neighbor, who is nearest to his house, shall take according to the number of souls, each man according to the sufficiency of his eating shall be counted for the lamb. So now he's saying you take a lamb for the house. Yes. If it's less than 10, you take a lamb and you go get your neighbor. Um. You have to share this with your neighbor. Now, my instruction is not for us to do this with lamb. I'm doing this with land. <laughs> L-A-N-D. L-A-N-D. Capital land. Mm -hmm. So now that you may have establishment and redemption for you. Preservation for you. So I'm telling you now, this is why you have to give. Okay? This is what it is. If you don't accept the instruction, it's only going to lead to your calamity. This calamity don't fall on me. Continue. The lamb shall be perfect. Mm -hmm. A male, mm -hmm. the son of a year, he shall be to you. From the sheep or from the young goats, ye may take. So they taking lambs and goats. Yes, sir. Lamb and goats. Just for this occasion. Mm. Lamb and goats. Yes, sir. Continue. And it shall be bound mm -hmm. and reserved for you until the 14th day of this month. So now it is tied up, prepped. It is prepped. 
tied up, prepped, set aside, fed, and watered from the 10th day to the 14th day, which is a Shabbat. Mm-hmm. The 14th day is the Shabbat. Is the Shabbat. Mm-hmm. I'm not making this up. Look at the instructions here. Mm-hmm. So let's see how the Most High going to give us some type of instruction to get around the law of keeping the Shabbat and doing this festival. Continue. That you may not know the fear of the Mitzray when they see it. Mm -hmm. And you shall kill him according to the right of all to the congregation of the assembly of Israel between the sons. So now he's saying on the 14th, after four Mm o'clock, you're going to slay this lamb between the sons because four o'clock is when you get the release for preparation for the next day. Mm. Four o'clock between the sons. The fourth hour as specified by Yosef. Yosef, judgment, not dead. What wow. he's telling, what he's saying is still being kept. Mm-hmm. Continue. And you shall take of the blood and set it upon the two posts. So you're going to take the blood and set it on two posts. So this is for only this occasion. You're not supposed to be putting blood on posts. Please say again. You're not supposed to be taking blood to put it on the post of your house. This is an abomination. You are commanded not to do this. Continue. And upon the upper board outside of the houses in which you eat and sleep. So this is the lentil that goes across the, 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 the top of the door. Right. There's a board. It's a wooden, long wooden beam and they place it above it and it holds the door up. You're supposed to put blood up on it. But not for this generation. It stopped with Moses. This is a Moses only thing. It's not my thing. It's not anybody's thing for any other captivity or exodus. Right. Mass exodus, like the word they like to use, a mass leaving of people from a place. This not for that. It ended. It stopped. Continue. And you shall eat the flesh on that night. So we eat the flesh of the Pesach in the nighttime. It's a nighttime festival like unto Ramadan. The sun go down. We start eating. With your clothes on. It's a nighttime festival. Mm -hmm. Continue. The 15th of Nisan until the dividing of the night roasted with fire. Okay, so now he says you shall eat it on that night. Now that night begin the 15th of Nisan until (laughs) the dividing of the night. So when you get halfway through the evening and you know the sun getting ready to come up in another few hours, you're done. Okay, midnight. Okay, continue. Without leaven 
with whorehound and lettuce shall you eat it. So this comes without leaven, yes. roasted with fire, mm. and with whorehound mm. and lettuce. You don't even know what whorehound is. This is radish. This is spicy. Mm -hmm. And lettuce. Mm -hmm. So he's telling you, here's the meat and here's your sides. Not any of this egg business, crackers, unleavened bread. It's saja bread. It's a Bedouin bread. It's very soft, very tasty. You can almost see through it. It's so thin. Yeah. It's not a cracker. Mm -hmm. If it's a cracker, cracker have leaven in it. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. So let's see what the instructions say about it. Eat not of it while living. Don't eat it while it's alive. Not, neither boil in wine or oil or other fluids. Don't boil it or nothing. Neither boil it in boil in water. Don't boil it in water. So don't boil it in no juice, oil, wine, nothing. Don't put nothing on it. You're going to just burn it. But roast it with fire when its head and its feet and its inwards. So you're going to put this thing on the fire with the head, the feet, and the inwards. Just roast it like this. <laughs> I'm glad this only one time. Because the cacai in there. Everything is there. Everything inside. You just roast it, burning it, burnt. No problem. Because it's thick. You know, can you imagine what it takes to roast it? Continue. Nor shall any be left of it till the morning. So you can't leave it until the morning like you leave it out. No, it's either whatever you finish, whatever you don't finish eating, just burn it up. Don't let nobody else eat it. But what may remain of it in the morning, you shall cover over and in the daylight of the 16th day, burn with fire. So you had the 14th, mm -hmm. you had the 15th, Yes. and now it's continuing from the night of the 15th. When the sun come up on the 16th day, mm -hmm. now you're going to burn the residue with fire. For well, you may not burn the residue of a holy oblation on the feast day. So burning the residue of your feast is not permitted on the festival day. You burn it the day after. This is a command, mm -hmm. right? But remember, you're not supposed to be doing this type of Passover ordinance. Mm -hmm. You take the Passover ordinance as given from Exodus chapters 19 to Deuteronomy 34. There the audience, there the ordinance is fixed mm -hmm. to be performed in the land, which you have to come learn. You don't know because you've been out there with the heathens. Mm -hmm. Continue. And according to this manner, you shall eat it this time but not in other generations. So according to this manner shall you eat it 
this time, but not in other generations. We are many generations from this time. Yes. It stopped with them. It has something to do with their story and an instruction to protect them from the wrath the Most High is about to send. Let us continue. But, no, your loins shall be girded, mm -hmm. your shoes on your feet, and your staves in your hand. He said, be dressed Amen. and ready. <laughs> and you shall eat in the fear of the majesty of Yah of the world. He says, you will eat in the fear. Of the majesty of Yah of the world. Okay, continue. Because mercy has been shown to you from before Yah. Because mercy is being shown to you in your obedience to the instruction. And I will be revealed in the land of Misraim mm -hmm. in the majesty of my glory this night. Mm -hmm. And with me. 90,000 90, myriads. 90,000 myriads of destroying angels. 90,000? 90, the Most High showed up with millions and millions of angels. Million, millions. Yes. Okay, let's see. And I will slay all the firstborn in the land of Mitzrayim. Now he's going to slay all the firstborn. Of man and of beast, and against all the idols of the mystery, I will execute four judgments. So now these four judgments, I want you to pay attention because they are attached to the four plagues which are coming to you. The plague of famine, the plague of, of wild beast, the plague of pestilence, and the plague of war. They're coming to you now. So let's see what these four judgments are. The molten idols shall be melted. So the, the metal idols, they're going to be melted down. The idols of stone be broken. He's going to break the idols of stone. The idols of clay shall be shattered. The idols of clay shall he shatter. And the idols of wood be made dust. The idols of wood, two sticks, will be made dust. That the mystery may know that I am Yeah. So he's going to destroy everything that they hold dear. All of these idols have a place. One for money. One for economy, one for this, one for that, food, this, this, the most high is now, I'm going to tear down all of them. Okay, here we go. And the blood of the Paschal Oblation. So the blood of the Paschal Oblation. Like the matter of circumcision. Like circumcision. Now this is a new covenant, but only with them in that time. Mm -hmm. Like the matter of circumcision. Shall be a bail for you. Now this is the bail to get you out of jail. Mm. Blood for blood. 
eye for eye, tooth for tooth. Now the Most High is like, when I see the shedding of this blood, you free. Okay? Follow my instruction, you free. This is your bail. Nobody have power over me and my word. Okay, here we go. To become a sign upon the houses where you dwell. So the this is the sign of the covenant that you obeyed upon the houses where you live. So let us see how this goes down. And I will look upon the worth of the blood mm -hmm. and will spare you. And the angel of death to whom is given the power to destroy shall have no dominion over you in the slaughter of the mystery. So now they're saying when this blood, this now is the token of the covenant and you, nobody will come anywhere near you to slaughter you. Right? The destroying angel is coming. There was a preparation for this destroying angel. Half the army, <laughs> which Abraham sent away, they have bred up to this time to do this. Yep. Because they were young. They were young men. And they were afraid in that time. Now they have bred up and they have, they've trained up to be ready for this war because they want to keep their covenant. Let us see what happens here. And this day shall be to you for a memorial. Mm -hmm. And you shall celebrate it a festival before Yah in your generation. By a perpetual statue shall you so solemnize, solemnize it. it. So now, listen, after this moment, then we're going to have a memorial meal about this so you never forget the story. Okay? Mm -hmm. Solemnize it because there is yet another redemption to come in this night. We know that from what was said to Abraham with 250 plagues. Continue. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. Seven days unleavened bread. In the dividing of the day which precedes the feast, you shall put away leaven from your houses. So before the Passover, before that night begin before it, you have to put the leaven just outside your house. Hmm. He didn't say throw it away. He didn't say burn it. He didn't say feed it to some other animals. He said just put it outside. For whosoever eateth what is leavened from the first day of the feast until the seventh day, that man shall be destroyed from Israel. So now the Most High is saying, whoever eat leaven. For these seven days, they're going to be destroyed from Israel. So put the leaven outside. If it's not inside the house, nobody make an accident and grabbing a piece of bread. Mm -hmm. You only have the unleavened bread. Let's continue. And <clears throat> on the first day, there shall be a holy congregation. Mm -hmm. And on the seventh day, there shall be to you a holy congregation. So now this is a assembly 
They're coming together on the first day to get these instructions and make sure and verify everything is done mm -hmm. and to prepare for the next step. At the end of the seven days, there is another set of instructions because they will be in a different situation. Mm -hmm. yeah. See? So this is why. Yes, Here, we're getting ready. Make sure we have everything done. Everybody check. Mm -hmm. Now, for those who uh, uh, don't want to participate, don't. We don't have time. Those who have participated, let's be ready. Now, on the next seven day, we're going to know who came out and prepare for the next set of instructions for where they are going. Continue. No work shall be done among you, only that which must be done for everyone's eating may be done by you. So there's no work, but you can get whatever you need to eat whatever you need. Hmm. Food is permitted. Like, you know, you need to go get some rice. You need to get some corn. You need to go get some just for what we're eating for the day. Okay, just go get it. And it's, this has nothing to do with the festival. You know, you got people lying down thinking they're supposed to be fasting. Yeah. <clears throat> Continue. And you shall observe the feast of the unleavened bread. Mm -hmm. Because in this same day, Yah will bring out your host free from the land of Mitzrayim. Mm -hmm. And you shall observe this day in your generation a statue forever. Uh-huh. In Nisan, on the 14th day of the month. In Nisan. So keeping the context, this was the, the month that he changed the number, this Nisan. Yeah, he changed the number, but he didn't change the name. He didn't change the name. He didn't change where season is in. It's the harvest time of Nisan. If you go back to Genesis 3 and 22, it tells you Tishri is in the spring, the time we sow. Nisan is in the fall in the time we harvest. Okay, continue. You shall kill the Passover. Mm -hmm. And at evening on the 15th, you shall eat unleavened bread until the 21st of the month. Okay, so now they're going to eat unleavened bread until the 21st of the month. On the evening of the 22nd, you may eat leavened bread. Okay, on the evening of what, the of the on the evening of what day? Of the 22nd. On the 22nd day, you can eat leavened bread again. So again, <coughs> they brought the yeast back in. Yes. It was just outside. Mm. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm leaving you on a cliffhanger. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. One step at a time, one day at a time. Tomorrow, we're probably going to be done. We'll close out. I'll give you a closing message. Remember to reach out to Ali or contact us below with your donations to prepare for the sanctuary to be built. It's as simple as that. You're running out of time. What? What is it?